What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests with incredible content and information to help you become dynamic. My next guest is a podcast host of the Blogger Evolution. He is an entrepreneur, YouTube blogger expert, and he's joining us from Connecticut. Please welcome Chris Miles. Chris, thank you for joining us today. I'm super excited for our conversation. I absolutely love your story. Hey, thank you. It's very much uh, a pleasure of mine to be here. Uh, thanks so much for the time that we're taking out to, to do this. And I can't wait to get started. Let's go. Yeah. So you totally align with my message, living label free. And, you know, you're an entrepreneur. I love how um, you say in your bio that, you know, you had your first child and your, your wife sat you down and said that she needs to be a full time mom instead of paying for daycare. And you found another uh, source of income to support your family so that she could be do that. Can you tell us about how that idea came about and what was, I mean, we know your motivation, but how that idea came about where you moved to to doing what you are doing now? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the motivation was there because I had to figure this, yeah. this uh, uh, making money outside of the regular nine to five work, you know, yeah. because when my wife was quitting her job, we were going to be losing around 40 to 50 grand a, a year, you know, coming into the house. So I had to do something, you know, I had to figure something out. So the motivation, I mean, like my back was to the wall. So whatever I had to do, it needed to work. And I think that was a big reason why, you know, that it actually did start to work because I couldn't take no for an answer when things were going too slowly or when things weren't going according to plan. I had to just keep pushing through. So I pretty much stumbled on it by just going to um, uh, Google, you know, what most people do when they are in a situation where they need to try to figure something out. And I typed in how to make money online. And unfortunately, you know, that's like a cesspool of <laughs> garbage that's out there usually. Yeah. And I came across a lot of stuff. It was it was not the greatest. Um, wasted a lot of time, money and effort. But I eventually stumbled across affiliate marketing and blogging from a random YouTube video from this weird looking guy. <laughs> but uh, it, it kind of worked out. I started with it. It wasn't easy at first. Eventually kind of figured it out. Within eight months, my wife, 18 months, my wife was quitting her job. That's amazing. And so and you said you worked at the hospital. You were working long shifts at the hospital. So were you a nurse? No, I was actually in the um, information systems department. So like oh. IT is what they call it. Uh, technically, I guess everyone would know what is that. But uh, yeah, I was working like ridiculous hours, like anytime from 12 to 15 hours a day. Okay. And uh, it was tough. You know, that was really like. Because there wasn't any time to be at home to enjoy the money I was making, right? And I really just, uh, we called it J-O-Bs, just over broke type jobs, because yeah. we got to the point to where we were just kind of, we were okay, we were surviving, but one catastrophic issue here, the car breaks down, something breaks on the house, something like that, then we would have been in a huge, you know, hole. And uh, who knows what we would have lost at the time. So yeah, that's what was, it was the soul sucking job, I guess people call it. Yeah. So how did you, how were you able to manage and balance the, the, your, your job versus your, your business, so to speak? That had to be a tough yeah. Oh gosh, was it? Yeah, it was a, it was a tough thing. Um, because you know, you work all of this time just to come home and then work on your side hustle all this time. Um, I will say that, you know, my wife was excellent and great during this time. She was very supportive, even though she didn't necessarily understand what was going on. Uh, um, I remember, you know, sometimes where you're trying to explain it to someone else and, you know, hey, I, I made, you know, 37 cents online today. And she's like, yeah. oh, OK, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, 
but she saw the vision and she saw what I was trying to do. And then especially when it started paying a few bills, like it started paying the cell phone bill, then it started paying, you know, the light bill, then it started paying the mortgage. And then it just got, kept getting bigger and bigger. So once she started seeing those kinds of things happen, she became more and more supportive. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's great to have a supportive partner. I think that's very important when you're starting off on any entrepreneurial um, journey because you need to have that support because it can get tough. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about the affiliate marketing and what that looked like for you when you got started. Yeah. So I really had no idea what affiliate marketing was at the time. And, you know, I'm not sure if, if your listeners, you know, exactly know what it is as well, but just in a nutshell, it's like, if you are, let's just say you have a favorite pizza place that's around the corner or something, and you go there all the time to the point to where the owner might even know you by name, right? You know, they might say, Hey, you come here all the time, you know, for the record, if you ever tell some of your friends to come and they come and buy some pizza, I'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah. Like, oh, that's pretty good. You know? So I might go tell some friends, I might go tell some family, you know, I might get five or 10 people to go make 50 to hundred, you know, hundred bucks or so. But, uh, affiliate marketing is like a more interesting, what if you found a way to, um, find, tell a hundred people or a thousand people or 10,000 people, right? Then all of a sudden that $10 can add up. And that's basically what affiliate marketing is. You find a way, uh, a product or service that you like, and then you tell other people about it. And if they buy using your affiliate link or using you as a refer or a referral, then yeah. you can get a commission from it. I've done some affiliate marketing and it's, I mean, I, I think it does work effect effectively if you have the right product for your specific audience, because That's if correct, you just yeah. take, if you just deal with and take any product and start promoting it, even though you like, it doesn't mean that the, your audience that you're attracting is going to like it. Right. 100%. It's kind of like, um, I always tell people it's, it, you don't want to try to sell a stethoscope to a room full of lawyers. They're <laughs> not interested in it like at all. Right. <laughs> you want to sell a stethoscope to a room full of doctors, you yeah. know, so you can have the greatest affiliate marketing program in the world. that's going to pay you all types of money and commissions for yep. making a sale. But if you don't put it in front of the correct audience, then you're not going to make a single dime. Yeah, so true. What about being a blogger? So how did you make money around being a blogger? Was that an all encompassing around the affiliate program? Yeah. So the one thing, and I'm going to be honest, going a little rant here, when it comes to learning affiliate marketing, sometimes people get a little sour taste in their mouth because they hear and see so many things on YouTube oh, yeah. about how this person's doing that and that person's doing this. And they tell you part of the story, but they don't ever tell you that you do need to get traffic and eyeballs to these affiliate offers. And like we just mentioned, it has to, it has to be the right trend, right eyeballs onto yeah. these affiliate offers. So the best way, at least I have found to be able to get in front of the right audience is by blogging. And blogging is a great traffic generation method that works for pretty much any niche because what niche doesn't use Google? Google's right. like the biggest um, website on the planet. There's around what about eight or so billion people almost eight billion people on the planet three and a half to four billion of those people use google monthly you know active users google has so you just need to get a small sliver of those people who are interested in whatever topic you want to write about and then once you have the audience you can promote certain products to them and be able to get it uh and be able to make a commission from there that's awesome so do you you use specifically uh youtube then with your blogs to uh, i use it in tandem 
So yeah. blogging and the YouTube. Uh, when I first got started, it was all you, uh, all blogging, I should say. And then after a while, I started noticing that uh, one of the better ways to get your um, articles to rank higher on Google is to include a video in the article itself. So that when people land on it, they'll watch the video, they stay on your website longer. So instead of putting other people's videos, I decided to put my own videos because my own videos has my own agenda and I want to promote my products. So that kind of helped reinforce it. And then that's kind of how I kind of kind of backslid into YouTube. And then um, now I just do both blogging and YouTube. And so you start blogging on your website then, which will draw traffic traffic to the uh, to your YouTube video. Is that how that works? No, actually, um, I use blogging to get traffic from Google. So when you go to Google.com and you search a phrase or anything right. like that, my website hopefully pops up right. in that top 10. Right. And then I use YouTube to get that's like another traffic source. So right. Google is a traffic source itself. YouTube is a traffic source. And I mainly use YouTube to get new eyeballs to look at my uh, go, uh, blog as well. So I'm always trying to tr drive as much traffic to my blog as possible because that's where I can uh, build rapport, get email addresses, being able to contact people further down the line so that I can remarket to them in the future and things like that. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something, oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and into it. How, how would you recommend as someone to get started in blogging and starting a YouTube channel that would successfully bring them additional income? Yeah, 100%. I'd say to jump into a blog first and then add YouTube after you've built a bit of a foundation. Uh, that's usually the best way to do it, especially if you don't want to put your face out there. There's a lot of people who don't want to do a YouTube channel. I have plenty of faceless YouTube channels. I have blogs that I'm uh, that you can use a, a separate moniker for. You don't even have to use your real name on a blog, wow. which is pretty cool. So as you build that out, I would definitely find a topic that you are interested in because you're going to be creating a decent amount of content on it. And early on, you're going to be creating content for people who aren't there. You know, you kind of be writing to a ghost town is what I like to call it sometimes. And as you're doing that, if as long as you're creating content that's helpful and that you are uh, interested in creating, it won't seem as hard getting over that first hump. Once you start getting some traffic to the site, you start getting some sales, especially through affiliate marketing, then it really will uh, propel you to want to continue working with it more. We just got to get over that initial first hump, which is usually like a three to four month period. Yeah. Okay. So there's a time frame that you say that if you're consistent, you'll get through it. So how often should someone release content as a blogger? As a blog, 
it doesn't matter as much as you possibly can. Um, We're not in the days where you got to do one consistently each week. The only way that that might help is if it keeps you consistent, right? So I might want to do one each week so that by the end of the year, I have 50 articles out there. That's really what the goal of that is. But there's no algorithm bumps or anything like that by creating more content. Um, Just recently, I put 100 articles on a site because I had them all ready. So I didn't drip them out or wait or anything like that. I put all 100 on there right there and then moved on. Holy cow, that's quite a few. Um, so blog, blogging is pretty popular. There's quite a few people that are out there doing it. They're doing it successfully. How crowded do you think the space is um, or how competitive do you think it is for anyone that's looking to get into doing that? Yeah, um, a lot of people argue that blogging is saturated and some people even say that blogging is dead. But I'm um, going to be honest, because of the amount of people who are out there and using these platforms no one out there is speaking in your voice in the first place so if it's your voice then someone's going to uh jive with you they're going to react with whatever it is that you have to say so instead of thinking looking at it as being oh it's saturated there are certain niches that are tougher to get into than others but usually if you don't give up it's going to eventually work out as long as you consistently put content out there so it's not saturated you just need to know the right way to find the gaps that are out there so that you can make your mark and that has to do with something that's called keyword research which might be a little bit too in the weeds but it's basically just a way of figuring out what content on the internet is not there and then you creating that content and then people find it from there yeah so that kind of answers my next question i was like okay so if somebody wants to be a blogger and they don't know what they should start blogging about like well how can they go about figuring out a good subject matter so where they could draw that what what's needed in the in the marketplace i guess yeah so you would look into things that you're interested in and f- creating content on what's called a niche or a niche, depending on what part of the world you happen to be. <laughs> so uh, just using as an example, yesterday I was doing um, uh, research on the bowling niche. So I'm going through Google. I just go to google.com and I type in the word bowling or bowling yeah. ball or something like that. And then if you notice, if you don't press enter, you just type the word bowling and, all the- and you'll notice that Google pops up. Yeah, exactly. And it'll give you a whole bunch of different, um, you know, what they're guessing you're actually looking for. But there's a trick that you can do as well. You can take your cursor and put it right there in the front of the of bowling and then type in how or should I or can I? And what Google will do is auto populate all of the different questions that um, people usually have when they're googling this subject and at that point you just got to google each question and see what's out there if you see a bad answer to the question then that means you can create something better and actually rank because usually the cream rises to the top when it comes to good content on google yeah yeah i've also been told that you can use google trends if you're looking to see what's Mm -hmm. trending that's a good way to find out like putting the, put in the subject and see what pops up where you know there's a lot of different information that comes up with that um very cool you are a wealth of of information and um I, I guess how scary was it for you when you started making enough money to live leave your nine to five so to speak terrifying you know ter- it was completely terrifying because it was it got to the point to where um, I was earning more revenue working on my side gig than it was working the primary gig um, to the point to where it was almost a waste of time to go to work. Because if I had taken that same time and put it into the business, I should be able to generate more revenue. Yeah. So um, it got to it got to that point And I had to 
you know, I mean, it was, I'm not just, you know, a single guy living in his parents' basement, you know, I mean, family and a kid and everything. So I had to make, you know, decisions that not just affect me, but affect, you know, everybody in the household. So um, it was a tough thing, but a couple of circumstances popped up and the opportunity was there, especially when my son was like one or two at the time. And I remember talking to my wife, you know, let's just give it a try for a year and just see what happens. And worst case scenario, I go get another job. Right. Um, I'm the kind of person that tries to fear uh, regret more than I fear failure. So I didn't want to go through the whole process and then regret never doing it. So we tried it for a year and then another year and another year. And now we are about four years later and we're still here. That's amazing. So what would you recommend to somebody who is like, you know, tired of the J-O-B and looking for an additional source of revenue? What would you, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah. So don't be like me and just immediately quit your job like right there. <laughs> that probably would be very irresponsible. Um, however, you should uh, start putting things in motion. You know, one something, you know, we talked earlier about blogging or whatever you want to try to do being saturated, right? Well, yeah. the the next the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time to plant a tree is right now. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to go ahead and just get started with something and start growing it. See what happens. You don't need a ton of time. The way that I show people how to do blogging and everything, you need about an hour a day. You know, if you can do about an hour a day, then you are uh, going to be able to at least keep the ball rolling to the point to where it becomes this huge snowball. Yeah. But if you never get started because you're like, oh, I'll never get to that point, then you're going to end up being in the same place. So I think Jim Rohn had a quote that says, if you want to do something different, you got to if you want something to be different, you have to be different. Yeah. So that's that's the way you have to look at it. Yeah. No, I love that. It's very true. I, I'm a big fan of all that stuff. Let's talk about your podcast, The Blogger Evolution. Yeah. Started listening to it, and the first one was about affiliate marketing. And um, you have a pre master class on there. We won't get too deep into that, but tell us about what the audience, where the audience can find it, and what they can expect if they go and check out your your podcast. Yeah, so it's a podcast I've been running since about 2020. Uh, it took a little bit of a break, but we're back now, and um, got around 70 or so episodes. Uh, we talk about blogging and affiliate marketing, but more importantly, you know, trying to infuse a little bit of humor and interviews from people who are uh, a lot more successful than even I am, you know, who are doing this exact same business model. It's a great business model to use because the amount of um, money and time that you put into creating the content, the ROI on it is like hundredfold, if not more, um, if you're able to do it the correct way. Um, it's a great way to invest as well. You can invest in websites and they are they sell for huge, huge multiples. But we talk about that a lot on the podcast on how you can really build wealth with website investing and creating blogs with affiliate marketing. Oh, that's something I've never heard about website investing. What exactly does that mean? Yeah. So um, just like any business, um, yeah. that generates revenue, it's worth something. You know, you could sell a business to someone else who would like it. If right. you have a brick and mortar that probably clears, you know, $2,000 a month or something like that, you can um, actually turn around and sell it for about, you know, a year or two worth of profits so that when someone um, takes it over, then it's a long-term investment for them to try to build up and get their investment back. It's the same thing with website investing. Uh, you can actually build up a blog and let's say you build a blog up to be, you know, $500 a month, that website itself is worth around $20,000. You can buy, sell it to somebody else. Yeah. You could sell it to somebody else. They can buy it and they have a website that's already generating revenue. Um, wow. Kind of similar to, uh, um, you know, real estate investing, right? But yeah. you don't have to worry about getting a renter. <laughs> you know, right. you can 
as soon as you acquire a site and you move over to monetization and all of that fun stuff, you're immediately getting a return on your investment right then and there. Um, Google's so consistent with the amount of traffic that it sends to our websites yeah. that uh, people can bank on it. And because they can bank on it, they can usually park money. If you have a site that runs that makes around $3,000 a month, that asset is worth over $100,000. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more? Yeah, so definitely the Blogger Evolution podcast. Search for it on your favorite podcatcher and subscribe, please. And um, we really appreciate that. But you can also follow me on um, the YouTube channel and Instagram at Chris Miles Official. Excellent. You guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So go check him out. Go subscribe, follow his show, and uh, subscribe to his YouTube. That is the best way to support people like us. There's also some very valuable information. I was checking it out myself, and I am a fan, and I'm following myself. So, Chris, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for less words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, I would definitely say... Do something now that your future self will thank you for. It's one of my favorite quotes, and you'll probably hear me say it a couple of times on the podcast, but doing uh, doing something now and then working with it so that in the future you can look back and be like, you know, at least I tried or did it, even if it wasn't successful, you know, do something now that, that later you can look back and say, man, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, no, amen to that. So, I mean, pull the trigger. That's what I tell always tell my mom. Just do it. She, she's she been wanting to write a yeah. book. And I'm like, just do it. It's never too late. You know, just kind of live your legacy, man. You know, I like I became a fashion designer. It did not pan out, but I did it. It was my dream. I don't right. remember. Yeah. You know, like it was an amazing experience, but I I, I did it. I, I chased it. I went after it. So I totally live live by that. Those words of wisdom. Yeah, it's like a ready aim. Was it ready fire aim versus right. ready aim fire? <laughs> Let's do <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, Chris, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story. Congratulations on all your success. You are definitely an inspiration to people out there that are interested in just getting out on their own and trying to live on their own terms, because that's what we're all about here at Label Free Podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been a blast. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.